G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We're looking again today at issues of manhood. And we were talking about what we would know as macho, this image of the tough guy type of man. Tell me about other definitions today, Camille. The masculine man. All right. Well, I want to put a proposal to our male friends out there. There are choices, but the only wise choice is to be a man of God. That is the best man you can be. And the man of God is not macho. The man of God, though, is masculine. What do we mean? Now, here's my take on it. If macho means aggressive, rude, violent, overly assertive of their perceived masculinity, the masculine man is simply just a man. And they, they act in a way that projects stature, strength, decisiveness, protectiveness. It's a mature type of quality. It's not just what the guy is on the outside. What's more important is what's on the inside, character above all. If we talk about role models of who we ought to follow, a macho man or a masculine man, where does Jesus Christ fit in there for people who are followers of Christ? I think there's no question he was not macho, he was masculine. He And masculine in the full Glorious sense of the word, the way I believe God designed it. The Bible gives almost virtually no description of what Jesus looked like physically. The only thing I can deduce from Scripture is there was a part of his appearance that was fairly normal, to the point you could have confused him with others. Not to say he was bad-looking or good-looking or anything, but sometimes— the authorities had to be pointed out which one is Jesus because he looked like an average Jewish male in his early 30s. But there's this other side. He was the son of a, they call it tecton in Greek. We normally say carpenter, but there wasn't much wood there in Nazareth. Plenty of stone. So more possibly, Joseph was a stone mason, though it's translated carpenter. If he was, that means Jesus was handling stone too, which is essentially saying he had to work out every working day of his life. Whatever that may be, what Jesus projected was authority, courage, conviction, consistency, and all of that helped him to be a man worth following. After all, not only men followed Jesus enthusiastically, so did a lot of women, but not for romantic reasons, but because they saw a man 
who was worth following. And he, fully God and fully man, son of God, son of man, sets an example for us all. I think the Bible deliberately omits too much of the physical description because the Bible wants to develop the inner person, and the inner person developed with character, filled with the Holy Spirit, fulfilling the call of God in their lives, is somebody we all would want to follow, and we will all be better for it when we do follow. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.